Welcome back to the Creative Introvert Entrepreneur Podcast, a show that helps introverts build your business brand online. Hi, everyone. I am Kim Beasley, the founder of this podcast. And one of my favorite sayings is Introverts Unite! I love this saying because I want to inspire you to be successful at building your business brand online. For this episode, yay! I want to introduce you to Nancy Badillo. Welcome, Nancy. Hi, Kim. Thank you for having me. And thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Woo! Uh, okay, so there's a reason why I'm really excited and you're going to learn in a little bit. Now, <laughs> I want to share a little bit about Nancy so you can get to know her better. She is an Etsy coach who helps Etsy sellers and small business owners scale their business to the next level by leveraging the power of branding and social media. Yes, I said Etsy. And there's a reason why I said Etsy. So, um, before we start, I always like to ask this question. Are you an introvert, an extrovert, or an ambivert, being that an ambivert is a mix between the two? I'm an introvert for sure. Introvert. See people, introvert Etsy, introvert Etsy. Okay, let me continue. <laughs> uh, what does your business focus on and how can you help introverts? My business focuses on teaching Etsy sellers and even small business owner, like how to take their business to the next level because a lot of times they're focused on just building a store and they don't build a brand are using or leveraging the power of social media. So what I try to help with small business owners is learning how to get their brand awareness in front of more people get and drive unlimited traffic back to their Etsy store or to their small business. And as an introvert, I think I could relate with many Etsy sellers. Many of them are actually introverted themselves. Um, they have told me this, but um, I could relate to them because I understand how it is to maybe do a Facebook Live. It could be nerve wracking or how to do an Instagram um, Live. And that could be nerve wracking as well. So in my videos and the things, the free content that I provide, I do have videos where I teach you that you don't necessarily have to be in front of the camera all the time to create great content that will bring brand awareness back to your business as well. I love it. Love it. Love it. See people, introverts, we can do Etsy. I have an Etsy store. Yes. Believe it or not, all the things that I do, I have an Etsy store and it's my, um, one of my creative outlets. And as introverts, we, we like to be creative and, and, and it's one of those things that I can do. Yeah. So is there one tip that, that you could offer to introverts that would help them build their business online that, uh, what would that be? I think the best tip is that you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great and you can work yourself up and build confidence. And one of the things that I did for my YouTube channel, when I first started my YouTube channel two years ago, um, the first year, I think I uploaded like 200 videos and I only had maybe four videos showing my face. Um, and that's mostly because I am an introvert and being on camera wasn't something I was really comfortable doing. And I've been doing digital marketing for 11 years. And this was the first time that I put myself publicly. I was always behind the scenes. 
behind my blog, behind affiliate marketing. I never really um, put myself out there. And I knew that I needed to put myself out there if I really wanted to grow my brand to the next level because people have to get to know you, like you, know who they're buying from and trust you as well. So when I first started my YouTube channel, I said, I'm gonna do baby steps. I'm gonna record my screen. I'm gonna give a lot of value. I'm gonna do a lot of free stuff like free critiques, um, free social media critiques as well for Etsy sellers. And I kind of started with that. And I worked myself up to the point this year, which is crazy, two years later, I worked myself up to the point that now every video I do, like, you know, the intro is me talking. And then I go to recording my screen because I love to do like tutorials and show people something new that they could learn and they could take actionable steps after they finish watching my video. And now I have my picture and my thumbnail. And to be quite honest, after I did that, the more I did these videos, the more comfortable I get. Now mm -hmm. I've been able to do live webinars. I've been able to do more podcasts. Um, I was intimidated by them as well. But I think the more you put yourself out there, the more comfortable you actually get, to be quite honest. And doing this has helped me grow my channel now to almost 40,000 subscribers. So it was I could have done for my brand. I love that. Um, as a matter of fact, for those of you who don't know, Nancy uh, is one of my coaches. Uh, she's my Etsy coach. And uh, I have purchased a number of her products uh, teaching product, online courses, and I love them. And you're going to learn more about those later. And and the thing, oh, and I'll have it in the show notes too, the links to her training. The uh, thing um, that I want to share is when I first started with Etsy, I went searching for people I could learn from. Guess who I found? <laughs> ah, I found Nancy and I, everything I have learned about Etsy, I've learned from her and um, and it's been very helpful. And as an introvert, I I was like really drawn to her, her uh, videos because uh, they weren't about her being on camera. They were about her teaching something to me that I needed to learn to be successful on Etsy. And that was really great for me. And, and it helped me be encouraged that, hey, I can do this. Woo! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what are some lessons that you've learned throughout your entrepreneur journey? I think um, some of the lessons I've learned is that sometimes you know what you're supposed to do, but you self-sabotage yourself. Mm. So, the same advice you give to other people, like put yourself out there. Branding is important. Make sure that people know who you are, that they know who they're buying from. All these great advice that I would give out to other people and help my freelance clients, I actually wasn't doing for my own self. Mm. And that was just basically self-sabotage. And a lot of it was just the fear. Um, I think it just goes back to insecurities that we go through as entrepreneurs, the highs and lows that we go through on a daily basis. In addition to that, insecurities of self-image, uh, maybe the way we speak, that's a big one for me, having an accent. Um, and then also being an introvert didn't really help me. Um, but what I've learned now is that if I could go back, I would have branded myself more and I would have put myself more out there because that has really helped me propel myself 
But it was the same advice I would give to everyone else, but never did it myself until I finally said, okay, I have to do it. I love that. So with that in mind, how, how can you help uh, those who they're in, they, they, they have these inspirations to create something for Etsy, mm -hmm. however, they haven't done it yet. How would you help uh, Etsy sellers or small business owners who want to get into the Etsy world environment? How would you, how would you help them? What should they start with? Uh, how can they get started? Of course. So, you know, I could help them in numerous ways. You know, you could have, you could just go view my free content. I have so much free content that you, with that enough, you could just get started to be quite honest. And then I have my course, which gives you more of a structure of from start to finish on how to, you know, create a store, how to do niche, um, how to do market research, how to pick your niche, how to do a niche statement, etc. right? How to start a store from scratch and then how to elevate it by using branding and social media. But I think the best advice um, that I could tell anyone out there um, that's listening is that, you know, a lot of times there's, I could tell you so many ideas. You should do this, you should do that. But we learn more through our own experiences until mm -hmm. you go through it and you start creating a store you either will learn or you will win that's it there's no failure you either learn or win you might you know say okay i'm gonna start selling jewelry on xc and maybe that store takes off and you're like oh my god or maybe it doesn't take off and you worked on it for like six to one year you're doing everything possible you're taking it serious as a business and it's not working for you then if it's not then you pivot and you try something else um, because those six months or that one year it doesn't go to waste everything there you're going to learn something that's going to be applicable for your new business you always learn the more you get into this entrepreneur journey the more you do things online the more you learn about niching and keyword research and market research and you do this and you do that the more experience you have for when you do come up with a concept that does work really well for you, that business will take off because you have all this experience. So don't get so hanged up on, I did a store that didn't work, Etsy doesn't work, or Shopify doesn't work, whatever, whatever business you did. Don't get hanged up on that because your next idea might be the winning one. And like I said, you either win or you learn. So you didn't, you know, it wasn't successful. You learn a lot of valuable things pivot and try something else and kind of keep going through that. And the great thing about 2020 versus when I first started in 20, um, 2009 is that there's so many resources now, free resources. When I first started my digital marketing career, I could barely find great resources. Now there's a course just about anything out there. Before it wasn't like that. You know, there was some courses, but it was really expensive too back in the day. Now, because there's so much competition, you can actually find courses that are a, a decent price on your budget that you could learn from someone that have made all these mistakes and kind of, and you know, like kind of help you get started at a the right pace, at a quicker pace, and be successful at a faster pace, basically. So, I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. So, what makes you different from all other Etsy coaches? Well, there's a lot of great Etsy coaches. I don't want to, you know, say anything bad about anyone else. But I think for me personally, what I see that many others don't do is that I actually do provide a lot of value. I go out of my way um, every single month. I do one to four free critiques 
and my YouTube channel. That's like four or five hours of work that I do for free. I pick um, Etsy shops and I give them a critique, a 20, 30 minute critique. It's not like a five minute critique. Um, I provide a lot of value through my Instagram, through all my social media platforms, including my YouTube. Um, I do try to respond to 99% of the messages. Um, obviously, some get lost here and there because there's so many and I am a solopreneur. Um, so as you know, Kim, we have so many roles to play <laughs> and, things, and we're so busy. So some could slip here and there. But I think what makes me different is that a lot of times I've seen many Etsy coaches, they, they provide, but they don't really show you the steps. So they talk about, you know, how to make money on Etsy and they give you five quick tips, but they never really go behind the scenes and say, okay, did you know you could do this? Did you know you could do this track? Like they don't really show you step by step. So they still leave you wandering. And the reason why is because I understand they don't want to give in, giving too much free info because they do have a course or something else they want to sell. Um, I try to provide as much value as I can. I think I actually overstep and provide too much value. A lot of people have told me that like too much free, but I actually don't mind it because um, a lot of times, even though I do give a lot of free value, I don't think it takes away from my business. So I don't mind it at all. I love that. Uh, I You are a unique coach. I, I did look at a lot of Etsy coaches, but I kept coming back to you because I felt I was learning the why and I was learning the what the how, the who, <laughs> where, the when. And that's important when you're trying to build a uh, Etsy store, you, you, to know those little ins and outs. Yeah. So what are some of the tools or resources that you provide for Etsy sellers? Well, a lot of the tools that I provide are tools that many Etsy sellers already know about. Um, in addition to that, I think what I provide the most is the support. So for instance, on my, on my groups, I know you could attest because you're part of the Facebook group. Um, I have a thread that if you are taking a lesson and you get stuck on that particular lesson, you could put a question for me in that actual thread and I will respond within 24 hours or less or within minutes sometimes, depending on the day. Um, I think that makes me unique and different and that provides more, I provide a lot of value with that because I have been part of many courses where mm -hmm. the person that sold you the course, you barely ever see them because they have an assistant that yeah. runs the course inside, like the Facebook group. And if they're never there. And if they are there, they're like once in a blue moon, you'll get like a little like from them. And that's about it. Or I I have been in, co I, I spent a thousand dollars on an affiliate course. I won't say whose, but I was in that course. And if I ask the question, I make sure that I'm not wasting their time because I understand like they're getting pulled from so many directions. Right. especially someone that's bigger than me because he's huge and i will ask like a follow-up to whatever he asked because it wasn't clear and he would never respond to follow-ups and i oh. felt like well, i could pay a lot of money i didn't pay like 30 dollars. like i i pay a thousand plus another thousand for coaching so i was expecting more out of my experience so what i try to do regardless of what price the person paid whether it was a special or full price i always try to provide the best value as possible as long as I could provide it, obviously, but the best value as possible all the time. So I think that's what makes me different. That's a tool, I guess, that I use because I'm, you're getting access to me, my time, 
uh, my knowledge. And if I don't know something, I'm really honest with the person. I really don't know this question or I'll try to find the answer for them um, and, and find the resources or tools that they need or they're asking me about. I love that. I love that. Now, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy because um, be, me and you both are introverts. So for me in the five, in the next five years, you know, I want to be a transformational coach or motivational wow. speaker. So a transformational speaker, that's what it's called. Excuse me. <laughs> um, and I, I would love to be in the stage of Ted, um, speaking about my experience, my background, um, my journey as an entrepreneur and much more, but that's one of my big goals. And the second goal is reaching in five years a million followers i don't know how i'm going to do that on youtube but doing that <laughs> oh you'll do it you'll set your mind to it you'll do it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so those are like kind of like my two main goals and i think the third one would be um grow my brand but grow it through integrity and yeah. leave that legacy for my son so he can know that you could still be successful without stepping over people without being rude and treating people with the utmost respect, no matter where they come from. There is one question I want to ask you that's not on uh, my original questions, uh, but I think that it is something that I would love for you to share. How um, how do how if 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 we're in business, there are going to be times when we get negative feedback or negative input from people um what are some suggestions that you have for for those times when do we do receive that negative feedback yeah in the beginning when especially me right now that i'm a solopreneur you're handling everything so you see everything um all the negative feedback that you can get and the bigger you the more you grow the more you get unfortunately um i think for me, what it, well, how I try to handle it all the time is that if somebody leaves constructive feedback, then I'll I'll try to sit back and really think about what they said and respond with, okay, Maria, I could see what you're saying and I could see how my video didn't explain that. I'll make sure that from here on, I'll, I'll be more specific with X, Y, and Z. So if it's constructive feedback, um, I definitely have learned that it's okay. You know, even if I don't agree with it, it's okay to disagree or it's okay to learn something from it and grow from it. If it's negative feedback to the point that I get a lot of feedback on, you're annoying, your voice is annoying, your accent, um, you can't say the word "exy" right. That is hurtful feedback. And I can sit here and have a hundred people leave me positive and that one person that left that, it does do put a damper on you. And I, I, one thing I, I want to be is completely honest with people because a lot of people will tell you, just brush it off. But we all have our faults, right? Like maybe you, Kim, when someone leaves you feedback like that, it really doesn't bother you. But for someone else, it really does. And I'm that type of person. So what I've learned is when people leave feedback, instead of me, um, I have to protect my, I guess my myself in a way like protect my vibe i mm -hmm. protect my energy i guess that's the best way yeah. to do it. yeah so if you're gonna leave me feedback like that i usually block them i used to delete the comment not block them just delete it 
But then what I've noticed was that the same people will come back and leave it again. Ah. So now I just block it because my mental health is more important. Yes. Than yes. for me to see it again next week and get stressed out about it. Now I never fight with the person online. I never go back and forth. Never do that. Um, the reason why I say that is because there are people out there that want to do that. They want to put you in that light that yeah. you go back and forth, back and forth. And they'd be like, oh, look at her. You see? So you don't want to do that. You want to protect your brand and your reputation. Yeah. Uh -huh. And everything that you put out there is out there forever. So you don't want to go back and forth, like, you know, fighting with a person, whatever they're they're talking about. Um, just delete them. And in the future, when you could afford help, when you have... A virtual assistant when you have someone else i got this from another youtuber she says that he used to get to her she used to fight back with people but now she's in a better space because she has a group of people that are in charge of going through all her social media handles all of her comments before she does it and they get rid of all the negativity so mm -hmm. by the time that she gets to it to respond to people she doesn't see any of it so her state of mind is always happy. She doesn't get stressed out no more. She's not like overwhelmed with, maybe I shouldn't do these reels anymore or these funny videos no more because people are making, she doesn't have to worry about that no more. And I thought that was really great. She's like, that's how I protect, she protects herself from like the negative vibes out there. And I thought to myself in the future, I can't wait to have someone do that for me as well. <laughs> but I think the best way to handle it is if it's constructive feedback, learn from it and address it as well. If it's something that's really negative that you know that they're just doing it to hurt you, make fun mm -hmm. of you, um, belittle you, delete it. That's why there's a delete button or block them. That's why it's there. Right. If it's really vulgar or something, report them, obviously. And, and then in the future, if you could hire someone to kind of take that role of cleaning it out, by the time you get there, you won't see it. And that really I will help a lot. I love that because it is so uh, in tune with what what introverts need. Mm -hmm. They yeah. need that. Uh, we introverts need a guard uh, to help us uh, not expend too much energy because we we have to have that recharging time. We have we if we expend too much energy, we get overwhelmed. Yes, so I love that idea, and thank you for sharing that. Um, so now comes to time the time in the podcast where i share the weekly challenge for this episode's weekly challenge i want to reach out to those of you who create things i you know who i'm talking about i'm talking about you the people who have all these ideals for creating jewelry or creating um digital products or just creating that can be sold on etsy yes you can sell digital products on etsy mm -hmm. if you have been holding back from getting on etsy i want to challenge you to create your etsy account this week yes create it this week now i'm an etsy seller and i love it and 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 it's my one of my creative outlets and once you have created your etsy account I want you to share your link with me on on social media. You can tweet it to me. Find me. I'm Kim Beasley on Twitter. I'm Kim Beasley on LinkedIn. I'm Kim Beasley on Facebook. I'm Kim Beasley on Instagram. Find me wherever you are on social media. 
and send me a message and say, hey, Kim, here's my Etsy account URL. And guess what? I will go and favor your account, even if you don't have anything on it. But one thing, <laughs> because I want to support you. And I want you to know that I've got your back if you need me to have your back. So if you have any questions about my social media accounts or Nancy's show, social media accounts, look in the show notes because guess what? That's where they'll be. They're at the bottom of the show notes. So my final thoughts. I want to thank Nancy for joining me today for the podcast and for you listening to Creative Introvert Entrepreneur Podcast. Check the show notes, as I mentioned, to find me or Nancy online. And if you like this episode, guess what? Share it with your friends and family. Yes. Share the love. So remember, my motto is introverts unite. Be sure to tune in to our next episode. Also, I want to share your accomplishments on my podcast. If you reach out to me on social media about your week, about the weekly challenge that you've completed, you just might be mentioned on my show. See you next time. Thanks, Nancy. Thank you. Thank you, guys.